This is an adult education podcast of Lanier Technical College. If you are a lawful resident of the state of Georgia and are interested in more free lessons to improve your English or prepare for your high school equivalency diploma, such as the GED or HiSET, please visit our website, www.laniertech.edu. Click on Adult Education and follow the instructions. And now for our lesson. Welcome to today's lesson on the Western Expansion. Our names are Elliot Hood, Judson Coffey, and Emma Callahan. Today we are going to be going over the Westward Expansion, the people involved in it, and the ideology behind it, and the results it left on America. This will mainly be a podcast concerning America's Western Expansion and our expansion past the original 13 colonies. What do you know about the Westward Expansion? It was a huge step for America that has really shaped the country we live in today. We are here to help you better understand the specific parts of the westward expansion, including the Manifest Dynasty, the people who played the biggest role in that time period, and the overall results of the expansion. You will learn the importance of all of these learning points and hopefully grow your knowledge on the westward expansion and the impact it had on the United States. Western expansion, which began in 1801 and lasted until 1861, was a six-decade-long period of searching, innovation, and politics. The full size of the United States was completed by this exploration to find and settle the uninhabited land out west. The new young nation was envious and wanted to grow in its size and was able to do so by purchasing as well as taking land to achieve this goal. Looking back at the historical events of this period, we can examine how and why America wanted to expand and how it has quite literally shaped our nation today. And so we begin our podcast talking about Manifest Destiny. Manifest Destiny is the driving force behind Western expansion. It is defined as the belief that Americans not only had the right, but also the duty to expand westward across the continent from the Atlantic all the way to the Pacific Ocean. It's this idea that started and encouraged the drive of American explorers. Though it's easy to see that this concept was just made to justify certain parties' greed. The West was abundant with new and mostly unused resources. So of course a lot of people looked West and just saw dollar signs. Now, I do want to say that America isn't the only country that ever formed an idea to justify an expansion. Some were just more willing to say they took land because, well, they wanted to. I do want us to also remember, though, that Manifest Destiny, for the most part, was just a philosophy formed to make what was ultimately an imperialistic-style expansion seem benevolent and a part of the American destiny. And let's also remember that Manifest Destiny didn't stop during the time period we are talking about today. It was also used to justify the purchase of Alaska and the annexation of Hawaii. Now, talking about Manifest Destiny's origin, we have to go back to an editor named John O. Sullivan. In an article discussing America's drive to the West, he is quoted as writing, This is our high destiny, and in nature's eternal, inevitable decree of cause and effect, we must accomplish it. All this will be our future history, to establish on our earth the moral dignity and salvation of man, the immutable truth and beneficence of God. And this quote and the entire article he wrote around this basically led to the formation of the term Manifest Destiny. Speaking of God, let's also talk about the theological reasoning behind Manifest Destiny. 
The belief of Manifest Destiny is tied to the fact that it was believed that this duty was bestowed upon the Americans by God. This, of course, linked to the Second Great Awakening. It was a cultural movement that moved Christianity away from a solely church-based faith and drove more people to individual, personalized connections with their God. More emphasis was placed on morality and an individual's responsibility to follow their own faith. And for westward expansion, this meant that each person felt it was their duty to help the American cause of expanding west. So ultimately, we see here an ideology that was formed to give people an individual justification for expanding their country's influence and wealth and not really caring about anyone else. And so with that, Elliot's going to be talking about the people involved in the westward expansion. During western expansion, there were numerous people who were instrumental in this process. These people were innovators and pioneers in their time. Because of them, America was able to expand out to parts of the country that were uninhabited and soon became the big cities out west that we know today. The main motivation behind Western expansion was similar to the same one that brought the Europeans over to America in the first place, to find new opportunities in life and to make the best one possible. Some of the big moments that highlight Western expansion are the Louisiana Purchase, the Gold Rush, and the Oregon Trail. The first person we will begin discussing is Stephen F. Austin. He was largely responsible for the birth of the state of Texas. He won the recognition of the Impresario Grant from Mexico. He was very influential and, and was able to get many American families to move to Texas. He was able to get so many families to move to Texas because he offered attractive incentives such as inexpensive land, stock raising, and the right to tax exemption for up to 10 years. Because of his actions, many people refer to Stephen F. Austin as the father of Texas, and he even has a university named after him in the state. The second person we will talk about is Robert Fulton. Fulton is most notably known for his creation of the steamboat, which opened new opportunities for traveling, transportation, and logistics. His invention revolutionized river travel because of the big change in speed of the boats compared to the other ones. Without Robert Fulton, America's attempt at expanding to the west would not have been as efficient and would have slowed down the entire process. Another person we will look at is Andrew Jackson. You most likely have already heard of Andrew Jackson. He was the President of the United States from 1829 to 1837 and he was able to oversee much of the nation's expansion during that time period. Jackson most notably was responsible for his heinous and questionable actions of removing Native Americans from their land to make way for new settlers. In fact, in 1830, the Indian Removal Act gave Jackson the ability and authority to accomplish his goal of removing Native Americans from their own properties. The fourth person we will talk about is James K. Polk. Polk was the former president of the United States from 1845 to 1849. He was largely responsible for overseeing the annexation of Oregon and Texas. He also provoked the war between America and Mexico, fueled by his aspirations to expand the nation as much as possible. He was largely responsible for obtaining much of the territory in Southwest America which is now occupied by states today such as New Mexico and Arizona. A few other people we will discuss are Lewis and Clark. 
These men led an expedition that began in 1804. President Jefferson at the time gave Clark the task of exploring the lands that were west of the Mississippi River that were acquired as part of the Louisiana Purchase. Meriwether Lewis and his co-leader William Clark battled severe and dangerous weather, hard terrains, injuries, and starvation. The journey they took ended up totaling around 8,000 miles. They were able to provide a lot of new information about the undiscovered parts of America that the new young nation did not know before. Lewis and Clark were famously aided by a Native American woman called Sacagawea. She was able to help out Lewis and Clark by translating with fellow Indians that they encountered. There are many other people that were involved in expanding out west during this long and famous time period in our nation's history. We can unfortunately only cover so many during this podcast. We were able to mention the most notable and influential people such as former presidents Andrew Jackson and James Polk, as well as Stephen Austin, who is deemed today as the father of Texas, and the famous trio of Lewis and Clark and Sacagawea. I will now pass it on to Emma. We're going to go over the results of the westward expansion, and with this it had many positive and negative results. The consequences of the westward expansion included purchases, wars, trials, compromises, and impacts on social groups. We are going to break down some of the confusion as to what helped America flourish and what really did no good. We'll begin by saying this statement that really highlights the result of the era. The westward expansion of the United States was responsible for making the country a powerful and dominant nation. How did it do this, you may ask? Well, let's start from the beginning. The bravery of the European settlers to migrate westward in spite of dangers of harsh weather, treacherous land, and war with natives showed the determination of the people. Their goal was to take over land to be able to use it for the new America, and ultimately they did that. Land was a sign of power and expansion of the country that made the U.S. a stronger nation. The new land masses taken over by settlers changed the shape and size of the country and how it functioned. It helped boost the economy by making an opening for more farming and factories. As these factories began to flourish, there was a need for workers, which opened up great job opportunity to the entire western side of the United States. Another effect of the expansion was that trading with other countries increased and the U.S. became a wealthy, confident, leading nation. As the West began to produce factories and products, other states began to recognize the products they had and they wanted. The Pacific Railway Act was established to give permission to men and builders to build the first continental railroad that would reach from coast to coast of America and carry products from one side to the other. Another result of the new products being made was the California Gold Rush, which led to immigration from other countries and helped boost the economy. Now, some negative effects of the expansion were based purely on the people who obtained the new settlers' land before them, which was the Native Americans. Native Americans were most affected because their land was taken over, leading to them having nowhere else to move. Along with the natives, their crop, herd, and resources began to decrease because the new white settlers did not know how to tend to them or, in all reality, did not care. The fight for land led to many controversies between America and the natives. This eventually led to the spark of the Mexican-American War. Ultimately, the westward expansion led to America becoming a superpower for making and trading goods because of the new land opportunity. Now we're going to go over some questions over each section, just to give you a little short review. 
So questions for Manifest Destiny. How would you describe Manifest Destiny? There are many different answers for this, but the best one would be something along the lines of, as the belief that it was America's destiny and duty to colonize North America from the Atlantic to the Pacific Ocean. Who coined the term Manifest Destiny? John O. Sullivan. What did the Second Great Awakening focus on? It focused on an individual's faith and their personal morality and responsibility. What invention is Robert Fulton known for? The steamboat. Who were the two men who, who explored the western parts of the United States after the Louisiana Purchase? Lewis and Clark. Which president was largely responsible for obtaining the states known today such as Arizona and New Mexico? James K. Polk. What act was established to begin building the Continental Railway? The Pacific Railway Act. The fight for land led to what war? The Mexican-American War. As factories began to flourish, what also became a need in America? Employment for those factories and buildings. Now, to close out, here's a quick refresher over everything we've learned today. Western expansion was a period defined by greed and justified by manifest destiny. The Americans wanted more resources, so they expanded west and claimed that it was because God deemed they should. Now, mainly we have been going over Western expansion in the broad strokes, but there are many important events that also occurred. Notable individuals were heavily involved in this entire process. Some of the important people in Western expansion included two former presidents, James Polk and Andrew Jackson. Jackson is most known for his actions of removing Native Americans to make way for American settlers. Stephen F. Austin is the man who was largely responsible for bringing in new American families to the then territory of Texas. Two famous explorers during this period were Lewis and Clark, who were aided by Native American woman Sacagawea. Ultimately, Western expansion resulted in a variety of changes to America and the people within it, and America became a superpower for trade and the economical climate of the world in general. So in conclusion, Western expansion was when America grew in power and in economical prosperity and influence. We hope that this was an informative podcast and that you've walked away with a little bit more knowledge on Western expansion. This concludes the lesson. Please make a note of the time, complete your log sheet, and turn your log in to your instructor at the end of the week. Then complete the follow-up activities assigned by your instructor or in your course module. This podcast has been a collaborative production of Lanier Technical College and the University of North Georgia.